know about you guys, but uh, for me, time has flown by. As we are, we've been talking for a year all summer long as well about uh, preseason, and uh, boy, another week and we have arrived. Yeah, welcome back, everyone, live here in beautiful Dallas, Texas. Sun is shining. I think next week a little cooler, thank goodness. Yeah, only 100. Uh, it'll be about 95 or so. I'm okay with that. Feel 95 out here feels like it's 85 somewhere else, so I'm getting used to it. On the line with us, uh, we got Ryan Kramer back with us here from the Sports Gambling Podcast. How's Vegas treating you right now? Uh, it's typical. Uh, you, you guys are talking about the weather. Well, we uh, Vegas, Los Angeles, Southern California. We just survived a hurricane, so uh, we're we're out here. We're doing it. Uh, you know, it turned out that Hillary was just a little rainstorm, so yeah. we we got through it. But yeah, things are good. We're out out in Vegas, uh, getting ready with the NFL ramp up. Yeah. Uh, gosh, Cowboys arrived back here in Frisco, Texas last week. Yeah, I saw that. You know, it was interesting. Um, Ryan, I saw that uh, they were taking just practice and snaps right here down the road, not far from us, maybe eight minutes, and inside this beautiful Ford, uh, you know, stadium that they built that my son was literally on a couple months prior. So it was kind of cool to see. But Dak Prescott throwing a nice touchdown to Brandon Cooks. Now look at. There's only so much I can say with positivity here because I'm not the biggest Cowboy fan. But, you know, since we are in Cowboy country and, you know, throw a little shout out to our affiliate out here, AM570 KLIF. You know, what what are we going to expect here? Week one, New York. uh, Actually, it's not New York Giants and Cowboys, or is it? It is. it is. It is. Yeah, I'm trying to get that out of my mind because every time we freaking play them, especially week one, it just it's not good, man. It's just not good. I don't know. What's your opinion on this? It's a new year. It's the official. This is our year season for every team. All 32 fan bases, maybe not the Cardinals, are feeling like this is our year. And I think the Cowboys <laughs> fans are really feeling themselves. They love getting the Giants uh, week one. I mean, look, the, you, you, you've watched preseason. There's been lots of questions about this Cowboys team. There's been pra- practice fights. There's been social media controversy. There's been a new scheme being introduced, which, by the way, Brian Schottenheimer is brought in to put up rails for a quarterback. So strikes me as an offense that's going to be less exciting. And meanwhile, on the other side of the, the opening Sunday night game, you have the New York Giants, who electric is all I can think of. Mike Kafka, Brian Dable, year two. I, I cannot tell you the last time as a Giants fan. I was discussing this actually with someone last night. I can't remember the last time we watched them in the preseason cruise down the field mm-hmm. on a first drive looking like a proper offense. And so you have the optimism of what some of these defensive pieces might do in the year two step, plus what the offense is already looking like. You know, I got to be honest, Cowboys haven't won that opening week game since 2019, I believe. I think this might be the the giant shot to finally reverse the curse. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I hate playing the Cowboys opening weekend because it always ends up with a heartbreaking loss as I'm surrounded by a bunch of Cowboys fans in Las Vegas chirping at me. So yeah. this is how we reverse the curse this year. I think the, the innovative off, we don't know what we're going to see from this Giants team. And I think, if anything, 
the Cowboys are going to be a little bit more predictable. And so week one is always a great variance week. And, and I, of course, I'm going to lean into my boys, Daniel Jones, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Darius Slayton, Darren. I mean, Darren Waller looks like a bona fide stud. So, yeah, hard, hard for me to look at the Cowboys. But, I, you know, I'll give them some, some respect. Deuce Vaughn is the legit player. I take back everything I've said about him. I think he's the guy that could be the uh, the key to unlocking their season this year. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's another thing, too, and maybe uh, paint a picture for me. We just picked up Isaiah Simmons off of, uh, uh, or at least uh, it was a pretty good trade, considering what did we give away, like a seventh-round pick or something? Seventh-round pick. And, again, p- picks are valuable, but taking a gamble on someone for a depressed draft pick, why not? We just saw him do it with a compensatory third-rounder for Darren Waller. And Isaiah Simmons is a similar type of upside. You have a guy still on his rookie contract. So let's just say he does ball out. You can grab that fifth year option, I believe. Uh, but he's cheap this year. And he came into the league. If you remember, he had all these traits. He was one of those guys. He was long. He was fast. He, he didn't really fit a position, but all he did was know how to play football. And unfortunately, if you're a player like that and you land on the wrong team where the coaches don't want to change the pegs for the holes, you might just be stuck underperforming meanwhile he seems like the perfect candidate to explode and have a great year under wink martindale uh he's a safety who can play around the box he can blitz well so it it seems like a perfect match i love the trade obviously there's some ties here dexter lawrence isaiah simmons played together at clemson it's now creating the rumor mill that t higgins and isaiah simmons who also played together at clemson could be reunited next year so, yeah, I, I think it's a great move. I think there's no downside to the move. And, again, as Giants fans, when's the last time we've had competent play at the linebacker position? So even if if he brings a, a, a element of blitzing and actually getting to the quarterback that we haven't seen, I think it's a great move. Uh, one more question on the Giants, and then we'll move on. But, I, you know, I got to ask you because although we are Giants fans, we try to stay pretty fair and balanced, Speak I think. Speak for yourself. <laughs> we, you know, we're, we're pretty fair. We're pretty balanced. We try to give it to the other teams when, 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 they're, when it's due. With the Giants and who they are and what we've seen now and the coaching and management, what they've put together, do they have a chance to win the division? I mean, it's going to sound like satire, but I, I do think that every team is alive in this division as they are every year. I think you have this natural variance that occurs that as teams creep to the top, they're obviously, you know, the Eagles are a great example. Everything went right for them for the most part last year. Easy schedule. Very, very little injury along the offensive and defensive line. Things that don't tend to be consistent year to year especially the big man injuries and so you know maybe a couple things happen the other way for the eagles the schedule gets a little tougher jalen hurts makes a couple more mistakes and they regress back to being a nine win team i'm watching sam howell and this commander's team and i'm wondering well that offense looks like they might be decent and they could have the best defensive line in the division Uh, you know how we feel about the cowboys i think they're always ripe for a, a letdown and you know the giants look I think you can pretend to like stare in the rear view and say this was is what Daniel Jones is. Mm. If you watch what this dude's doing this offseason, it looks a little different. And when you really break it down, like I was surprised to find out that he was the third leading quarterback in carries inside the 10, inside the five. I think he's going to have that that impact both with his arm, with his legs that not many quarterbacks have. And if he yeah. can, 
this team elevates to a division winning candidate, definitely. And and am I going to be investing it while I'm here in Las Vegas? Absolutely. Were you shocked that Jalen Hurts didn't play? No, I I think the new the new philosophy on playing in the preseason is new school thinks it's a waste of time and a way to get injured. It's a load management thing. So you can kind of just look at coaches across the league. And if they're younger than 40, they're probably not trying to win preseason games like Brian Dave. I mean, even Brian Dable's in that category. Then you look at the older guys, Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, they're trying to win. Maybe it means a little bit more. Maybe culture is about winning more to them. So yeah, I think, I think the young guys just don't care. All right, give us a little picture here. Uh, you know, next week, um, look, I mean, it's it's exciting. I mean, we got we got week one coming up, and I can't even believe we're already here now. Um, you know, I understand preseason's preseason, and you can only take so much from it. But, you know, going into week one, man, you know, what are we going to be looking Are we Are we going to just look for the things that just – we all assume will happen. Kansas City's going to win. You know, all the, the, the names that we think, uh, you know, are going to do what they're supposed to do. Are we going to see any kind of like shocking scores, uh, wins from teams? I mean, can Detroit obviously win? I don't know. But what's going to stand out for you or what do you expect to see possibly? So I, I definitely think focusing on, on that opening that opening weekend game, uh, their Thursday night game, I think it's a, it's an amazing opportunity for Detroit, but I think the Kansas City Chiefs are one of the old regular teams. I don't mind just either I'm betting on them or staying out of the way at this point, especially in the season long stuff. As as long and, and quite frankly, if we wake up and Jared Goff has defeated Patrick Mahomes on the night they're going to raise a banner, that mm. just it doesn't ring right. It doesn't sound right. Yeah. Ne- ne- but the ne- the next you know, you go to Sunday. Now there's all sorts of opportunities for upsets. I think uh, we're already seeing a lot of people kind of chirp on the idea that, like, wait, why is San Francisco favored over the Pittsburgh Steelers? We we are we have no confidence in this quarterback right now. Trey Lance, the third string now. Sam Darnold, the backup. Brock Purdy has been throwing interceptions all camp long. Meanwhile, the Steelers have looked absolutely dominant in the preseason and frankly you know Mike Tomlin teams tend to start fast we saw them last year defeat the Bengals week one and so that that I think that's one kind of game that I circle as I think people might be surprised when the 49ers start slow out of the gates another one for me and we're starting to see money come in for the Falcons is I I think these teams with rookie quarterbacks the, the Panthers the Colts Maybe even the Texans, to some extent, they tend to struggle, especially when things just look bad. And 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 for me, Carolina has looked bad in the preseason. Bryce Young has looked like small to the point where I'm watching with the kids, and they're like, "Daddy, why is that man so small out there? Mm-hmm. He's going to get hurt just from someone rolling over on him." Uh, that's more of a long term prediction. But for Week One, give me the Falcons. I think this team knows exactly what they're going to do. They're going to pound the rock up the front, and I think they have a little bit of a pass rush. So that would be another one. Maybe not. The the biggest surprise but if Atlanta comes out and drops 30 on someone week one I think that would kind of draw some attention so those those are probably the two positions that I think like the Atlanta and Pittsburgh I think are very ripe to surprise people and I think Bryce Young and and San Francisco uh, those two teams are, are I think big big disappointments Go ahead, Pop. Oh, no, I, I didn't hear any surprises maybe with the uh, Los Angeles Rams <laughs> Oh let's talk about those Rams cuz I week one what Pete Carroll, Sean McVay, obviously that that rivalry does exist, but I I think this we've discussed this, and I see you're wearing that beautiful Los Angeles Rams shirt. <laughs> I 
I abs- as long as the Los Angeles Rams can maintain some level of health on the top level, they will be competitive. And I think you you have the coach, you have the quarterback. Uh, Cooper Cup looks like he's going to be good to go week one. You have Cam Aker. It, it, there's a lot of pieces on this offense. Uh, the defense a little bit less so, but you still have Aaron Donald. Yep. And so in a division where we don't exactly know uh, if, if San Francisco is going to have a, a, a actual quarter. I mean, you could argue Matt Stafford is the best quarterback in the division and it's not even close. And so when you when you step into an argument with that that position, quarterback's the most important position. So let's let's lean into that. And if I'm going to lean into the Rams, I'm going to do so early in the season before Matt Stafford has an opportunity to bang that elbow up uh, chugging beers to make uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers look bad. So I I. I I like them. I do like them week one. I think they're catching way too many points. I think the spread six against the Seahawks, which feels a little disrespectful. That Seahawks team was like paper thin by the end of the season. So, yeah, I, I love the Rams. And I'll tell you a, a funny thing I did uh, mm-hmm. just last night was having some cocktails with some friends. And I, I'm a big fan of this Rams team. And so not only did I go to the window and bet Matt Stafford MVP just in case. I also bet Stetson Bennett rookie of the year just no in case. Way. Well, both were one hundred to one. Oh so. my gosh, wow. this guy. So I, I'm with I'm with you. Let's go Rams. Let's I, talk a little bit about Stetson Bennett. Well, uh, Bennett. Like I mean, uh, he's a backup. What do you? So you're he's basically thinking that Stafford is going to get hurt. Is what I'm saying, saying either way. I'm saying that my insurance on Stafford is <laughs> Stetson Bennett. I actually think. I think it's one of those odd situations where I'm so down on so many of the other quarterback situations. I do like CJ Stroud, but the other big names I'm so out on. I was, I was just kind of looking for a way to find another quarterback and it's a Sean McVay system. It's a quarterback who played in college for like 18 years. So he's basically the same age as these guys. And frankly, what did he do at Georgia has experience distributing the ball to alpha athletes. Are you shocked? I mean, what's going on with this Trey Lance thing? I mean, honestly, like I, I mean, look. Here's the thing that I, I like. You're you're looking. You're talking about the Carolina Panthers just a few seconds ago, and how like we are just so not like impressed with Bryce Young, and I'm hoping this kid does something because I'm not here to root or, or, or you know put someone down. I, I want to see success in people, but man, I would rather have Trey Lance. So like, interesting. Who is he going to be traded to? Because he can't stay there. Why? First of all, why are you holding on to him? Like, you know, you got to get rid of him. Get something for him. I, I, yeah, I think, you know, a couple questions in there. But one, <clears throat> Trey Lance, just as a thing, it's really starting to look bad for this Niners team. I'm not sure why the front office isn't catching as much flack. I mean, just imagine if Dave, Dave Gettleman had made a move like this. He would be uh, on, on a stick roasting over a fire. <laughs> Um, somehow John Lynch avoiding it. I think part of the reason the trade uh, has been difficult is this is going to blow your mind. Trey Lance is the fourth highest cap hit on the San Francisco 49ers this year. Hmm. He got drafted early. That rookie contract, while it's still a rookie contract, isn't cheap. Hmm. Uh, his contract is basically $10 million this year, $10 million wow. next year, plus a fifth-year option. Yeah, so it's like, it's like yeah, you know, rookie quarterbacks are cheap when they hit, but when they don't, they look really sore and – Frankly, they're trying to trade him. Our sources tell us they've been trying to trade him the whole time. That's why he's playing all this preseason time. That's why he's taking reps away from the other quarterbacks. They're trying to put some tape out there to get someone excited. Yeah. As to who who gets excited, I keep joking about this, but whoever hires John Gruden strikes me as a team that might be interested in Trey Lance. I, I, I think there's still untapped <laughs> upside, 
But listen, the, the the only quarterback in the history of the NFL to have fewer snaps and be drafted in the first round was Michael Vick. Obviously, he was a bit of an edge case. Trey Lance just has never looked like a guy that is going to get it done in the NFL. And furthermore, we heard John Lynch last week say, hey, I'm really proud of what he's done considering that we haven't tailored the offense for him at all. I, look, at the games that he played weren't horrifying. I mean, you know what I mean? I've seen worse football. Uh, he has. I personally don't think he's been given a shot. Uh, you know, like other guys have received. But look, at I, I, I'm just not sold on on quarterbacks that are five nine and below. So that's Fair. just me, and that's just the way. You know, I'm with your I'm with your kids. By the way, okay, <laughs> and I guarantee you, Bryce Young is going to get hit, and it's going to be nasty. Um, yeah. Anyhow, that being said, look at I'm excited about this. We're going to talk to you week one, obviously, prior to uh, snaps, and uh, I'm excited, man. How, how excited? Just throw me, give me, give me your excitement. Aren't you jacked oh, up? Not, not, I'm excited on three different levels. One, we have the <laughs> NFL here as a Giants fan. This is this is the most optimistic I've been probably in a, in more than a decade. We'll say twelve plus years. Uh, secondly, excited because uh, sports gambling podcast will be coming to Veasan and YouTube TV, and I'll be out in Vegas every week. So uh, I don't know, excited for me, but also pray for me. That's going to be a lot of traveling. And then the third thing is, l- listen, there is nothing better than sitting down on a Sunday and getting lost in football for seven hours straight. So uh-huh. let let's go. We're less than two weeks away. <laughs> Can't wait. Loving it, man. Thanks again. We'll catch you oh, next week. Well, any surprises with it? who was cut loose for many of the teams? Any? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of departures. Were you sleeping during this segment? Well, a lot of departures, though. <laughs> a lot of departures. Thanks, Ryan. We'll catch you next week. Cheers. Little prayer.